Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Movie Madness. I'm your host, Henry Thompson. With me today, as always, is my brother, Wayne Thompson. Say hi. Or not. Yo. <laughs> Yo, there he is. Great start, guys. Great start. <laughs> Great start. <laughs> as you can tell, also with me here is Don Cruz. Say hi, Donnie, Donnie. Hello. <laughs> and our good pal, Glenn Ellis. Hello. Uh, there he is. <laughs> I was doing is the satellite a... delay. Ah, oh, the satellite Aww. delay. I get it. And joining us once again is Phil Stockhill. Say hi, Phil. Hello, everyone. I should just say quickly that I can't always vouch for the audio coming from some of our guests. We're obviously not all in the same place. We're not in the same studio or anything like that. We actually are talking to each other across the internet because of the pandemic, the lockdown and distance. But uh, most of the time, the audio is fine. I just know that in some cases, there's going to be a little bit of dropout here and there. And I apologize in advance if any of the audio is hard to hear at any point. Excellent. Now, today we're going to be doing Vampires Le Vampire. The good, the bad, and the ugly of live vampires. <laughs> Which, before we, just to say real quick, before we actually started this, I was sitting talking with Wayne, and I was going, <laughs> ah, a whole episode on vampires. There's only like three fucking vampire movies in the first place. <laughs> He's going, what the hell are you talking about? And he names me like this giant list, and I go, oh, yeah, those are vampires. <laughs> so it just goes to show, I actually don't watch nearly enough vampire movies, so maybe y'all are going to school me on this one. Oh, cool. uh, <laughs> I think to start off nice and easy Wayne, being that you have a great love of vampires Why don't you tell us about one of the best vampire movies ever made One of the best ones And I call it I, I've got a feeling I know what this is well. I bet Glenn can get. I can guess it, we can all guess it <laughs> Yeah, I think well, I know Come on then, why are you, why are you all guessing? Near Dark Nah, I'm going to go Lost Boys Lost Boys <laughs> Lost boys all the way. It's got to yes. be. Yeah. <laughs> but, 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 Phil was close. Nate Dark is a damn close it second. Is a damn good one, yeah. It's an absolutely awesome. One. Actually, I thought you would have said vampires as well. The, vampires um, is good, but it's not a patch on those two. As in John Carpenter's vampires, yeah. I assume. Yeah. 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 Got to put the John Carpenter's in there. Well, it's not a patch on Lost Boys and Nate Dark still, but it's up there in the list. There's, I've got a few on the list which I think are really good. Yeah. But, um, I agree. I love Lost Boys, but wait, tell me why you love Lost Boys so much. I think it's more just the nostalgia for me. It it, it was it sort of like changed vampire films from there on to being cool rather than just horror. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just thought the the casting was spot on. I thought the the direction was spot on. The effects were sparked. Everything, everything about that film was absolutely the, the soundtrack. Everything you think about it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. They say it made vampire school. Did you want David Kiefer Sutherland to swoop in and be all like, nom, 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 munch on you, turn you? <laughs> I'd rather have had his chick to do that, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very Wayne answer, but yeah, I can see where you go with that. Jamie Gertz, much better looking than, you know, Kiefer Sutherland. I like Kiefer Sutherland. Cool He's a good-looking guy. Don't dog on him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying, but, you know, it's just me. It's me. I just prefer the girls. Can't help it. I prefer the girls. I'll still make out with Kiefer Sutherland. He's Kiefer fucking Sutherland, man. He's Jack Bauer. Indeed. 
conversation dies. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying I'm sending that uh, volcano one. You might change your mind. Volcano one. Um, I forget its name now. Pompey. No, I have not seen. Oh, yeah. Crap, he is hell. he is awful in that. Really, really oh, bad. Yeah. Really, oh wow! He's trying to put this accent on, and he is awful beyond awful. What accent, Pompey's? I think he's trying to put an English one on. Actually, yeah, I, but what? You can't figure it out. You can't, can you? No, that's just no. it. You can't work out what kind of accent. You think he had cotton wool in his cheeks while he's talking. It's that bad. <laughs> no, seriously, dude, watch it just for I'm, that. You know what? I'm going to have to watch it it's, now. It's terrible. It put a whole new light on Kevin Sullivan, who I, I love a lot of his films, especially back in the 80s and 90s. Mm. You know, the Westerns <laughs> he did and everything. They were brilliant. Renegades. I could, I could list a whole lot of, but... That Pompeo was just like, uh, what have you done? Well, the, the trouble with, I mean, I've, I know we've digressed already, but the trouble with Pompeii is it was a Kit Harrington film and they thought, right, we need a baddie. Who's going to be the baddie? Oh, let's get Kiefer Sutherland. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 I've not seen yeah. it. Are you baddie? telling me you need to have an antagonist in a movie about a fucking volcano? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you Don't do. you kind of feel like that's the problem with Hollywood <laughs> you, writing? Is you, you do. Go, well, obviously you're going to have well, a bad guy on, on top of the volcano. Slash, slash, I put an even bigger kicker on it. Pompeii is not a disaster film. Pompeii is a romance film. Oh, yeah. It's oh, a fuck movie. off. I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you now it's a romance film. Yeah, they were Titanic, Titanic the as well. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. That was the biggest problem with it. So anyway, the greatest vampire movie ever is obviously Twilight, <laughs> right? Fuck off. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I will switch this off now if anybody ever agrees to that. Oh, oh no, don't you worry. Vampires do not sparkle. I would well, hope I, I not. Th- I think we forgot it by the later films because as well, proven actually, on TikTok, they say actually, sparkle. Where Lost Boys Made Vampires Cool. Yeah. Twilight just killed all that off. I know. Oh, <laughs> so angsty, man. Hey, man. Thousands upon thousands of twelve-year-olds are really upset by this. And Jim, it wasn't just Twilight. <laughs> wasn't just Twilight, mind. It was the remake of Fright Night as well. Mm-hmm. The Colin Farrell one. Yeah. I mean, what the mm-hmm. hell is going on with vampire films these days? Please. Oh, neither. it's just saying that though, Wayne. On the other hand, you've got films like Let the Right One In. Oh, there's some good ones. Don't get me wrong. But the more, what I'm saying is we've lost the cool edge of them is what I'm saying. Let the Right One In is more of a serious one. It's gone back yeah. to like the, the old school Draculas and that kind of vampire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like the, the modern day cool vampires is what I mean. It's, they've killed it. Yeah, yeah. So no, have, you, have I, you seen um, oh, What We Do in the Shadows yet? I haven't. I've seen a couple. I've, I've seen, seen the first the episode. The show. It's a great, I've seen the first great episode. Seen the film. I've got it to watch, but I've just not seen it yet. Mm-hmm. The film is so for me. I got to say, the, the TV show is better than the movie. I think oh. that, no offense to Zakini Rakiti and the other guys, but the cast of the TV show is just better characters than the mm-hmm. characters they played in the movie. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy watching the TV show. Um, going back a second, you were just saying about Let the Right One In. I actually enjoyed this one of the few times I really enjoyed the remake. I thought that Let Me In was actually mm-hmm. pretty good. The one with yeah. um, Chloe Grace Morenz and Cody Smith McPhee. I thought yeah. it was, was actually pretty good, really enjoyable. I like the whole uh, hanging the guy up and draining him sequence. I thought uh-huh. it was nice. Well, here's a question for you. Wayne is saying, you know, Lost Boys made vampires cool. And the Twilight made them uncool again. And the 
Fright Night remake, continue that trend. Now, I haven't seen, I'm just going to say for everybody, I haven't seen the Fright Night remake. I love the original movie. I grew up on it. Uh, both the first and second Fright Nights I thought were really great fun. I love Charlie and I love the dude, um, who's it, Roddy, Roddy McDowell? Roddy McDowell. Yeah, he yeah, was brilliant. He was great. Well, I'm I'm afraid, I love those. I'm afraid David Tennant might as well have went to Roddy McDowell. He was David Tennant. In the, the, he, might, he might as well have went and kicked him in the balls. I'm telling you now, it's not uh, bad. You see, I never, I never mm. watched the remake because I had such bad feeling about it. Because, again, with all respect, uh, Chris Aaron is Chris a... Who did, who, did uh, who voiced uh, Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that was the same guy. Yeah, Chris Sheridan. Yeah, Chris Sheridan is one of those actors that's got a lot of gravity, a lot of you know gravitas the way he talks, and he's very broad and very exciting. And then I'm like, so now it's Colin Farrell. Don't get me wrong. Can Colin Farrell do that? He's not horrendous, but he's not brilliant. I'm not excited to try it. I'll put it to you that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't. I don't see all the um the. I mean, the hype around Colin Farrell, well, obviously now, especially given his age, but the, the hype that was around him, he was just... I think one of the only... Rat Pack type, oh, I'm going to be a bit of a bad guy. And I think one I think one of the only good films I ever saw him in was probably Phone Booth. Mm. Yeah. The best movie I ever saw Colin Farrell in was his homemade porno. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got leaked. No, I'm not kidding. Because... In, I'm gonna be quite honest. This is a true story. In his homemade porno, he's he's eating his girlfriend out, and he actually says, "Oh, darling, morning, noon, and night, fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This fucking vagina." And I thought that was the funniest, like fucking sex talk I've ever heard. <laughs> and that was I just love the guy for that. I, morning, I noon, and night, you're a fucking pussy. I think you just killed this episode now. I <laughs> know. Uh, I've just made everyone run out to find this video because it's the best performance he's ever given. Yeah, but what's I got to do with vampires, please? Easy, nigger. We've, to- we've totally digressed. He <laughs> no. was on a period at the time, obviously. Well, right before this episode started, right, Hank, as he rightly said at the beginning, how we do an episode on vampires. This uh-huh. is exactly what I said to him. The way we digress and go off in tangents, it mm-hmm. just takes Dracula alone, which has got about a thousand films, to uh-huh. digress into a two-hour show. I says, this going to end up like a two-part if you do nah, it. Nah, nah, I'm not going to lie. No, no, it no, was no, no, I had a show. point, though. I had a point. <laughs> there was a point to this? <laughs> there was a point. <laughs> okay. It was, it was, I was going to make the point right before Phil mentioned why do people even like Colin Farrell and I had to bring up the porno. That's how we transgressed. But my point was <laughs> this. So if the Lost Boys made vampires cool, uh, and you know, Twilight killed them, and the remake as well killed them, mm-hmm. and made them lame. What was the original uh, before Lost Boys? Were they just scary? Was it meant to be realistic? Was it meant to be supernatural? And yeah, what I do think- you think is how do you per- personally want to see vampires? Like, I want to see vampires not cool. I don't want them to be cool. I want them to be fucking horrifying. That's what I want. Well, that's what it was meant to, to me when Dracula first came about. You were meant to be wary, scared. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the whole, the whole hairs on the back of your neck. The, the whole shit. I'm, I'm going to die here. I've got nothing to fight them with. And so, yeah, yeah. Ha- it was fear. It was, it was a horror. Basically, vampires were horror. Yeah. Or two as well. I mean, then, when I went, sorry, when like no, I was going to say, then they made them cool. Then some of them still had the horror. They were still horror there, but now they're just thinking of just, I don't know. They're a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Near enough. And I'd love to bring the horror back. 
It's like I remember as a kid and like watching it again recently, I was like, why the freaking hell was I scared of this thing? I remember the 1920-ish film Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. And yep. I remember watching that as a kid going, oh my God, if that thing came at me. <laughs> and thinking that was absolutely horrifying. Have you yeah. seen the 70s remake of that one, Don? 70s, no. 70s remake was really good. To be honest, Nos- Nosferatu, though, he does look scary. It's just, it's the teeth, man. Mm-hmm. The long right. fingers. Yeah. But, it's like those teeth that really, oh, it just upsets me, those teeth. You're talking about growing up and, and having, like, the fear. I remember growing up with the one called Salem's Lot. Yes. Um, oh, I yeah. was looking that up a minute ago. That, that was just one of those films I used to watch mesmerised because the, hit the window. when he was sitting on that rotten chair mm. and his eyes just opened, I thought, whoa, that's creepy shit going on there. Like, um. So yeah, that that's what the kind of those films is what really got me into vampire films. It's the window uh, sequence for me on that one. Yeah, when he's yeah, scratching he's, on the window and he's just floating. He's floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that film was just so well done. It was brilliant. And yeah. Do you know? Has anybody ever seen the remake? Seems like no. remake. No. Yeah. yeah. Do you know no. what? Pleasantly surprised. It was actually good. It was different. They, they, they'd actually did a different take on it. The vampires were climbing on the ceilings and everything. It was quite creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rudger Howell played a brilliant head vampire and he played the, the new one. Um, so cool, calm, collected and all this. Like, as much Kyle always was. Mm-hmm. Um, but even uh, Rob, I think I think it was Rob Lowe who played David Sauce's character. And do you know what? He actually put in a canny good performance, to be honest. Mm. Um, I was pleasantly surprised with it. Now, I was just going to say, when you're talking about, you know, you feel like, well, we've all just basically said we feel like they're jokes now. I'm jumped on uh, Wikipedia and I'm looking up, you know, list of vampire films. They're listed chronologically. And Mm -hmm. I have to go all the way back to, there's a little blip in 2014 with A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, the first Iranian vampire film. It was shit. Yeah, but it was it was it was serious though, wasn't it? It tried well, to be serious. No, it it, it wasn't. Well, she was just a massive prick. That's literally all this character was. No, no, I watched no, no, no. it. No, 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 no. I mean, it was trying to be. It was not a comedy. Well, oh no, no, it wasn't a comedy stick, at all. But like, yeah, stick with 2014. There was another one which was quite serious, and to be honest, I quite enjoyed it as well. Dracula Untold. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but. When was Dracula Untold? 2014. 2014, I've just said. <laughs> All right. Well, with the exception of, yeah, Dracula Untold, and then before that, I guess, would be like Dracula 2012. Except for Dracula, when you look at other vampires, because Dracula is in a oh, yeah. section of Wikipedia. Exactly. Um, if you're not counting Dracula, before a Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, you got to go back to like, fuck, Properly, you got to go back to all the way nineties. I would say, yeah, no, like two thousand and ten for a serious one, and then oh, before that, that would be like let me let like one and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, before you know, that, you got a big gap between that and the nineties, except for like thirty days at night and everything around Twilight, obviously. And then look what you've got now. You've just said two thousand fourteen. That's now six, nearly seven years ago. Exactly. <laughs> and yet, how many zombie things have we had in that space of time? Uh, well, you know, what's between the then, com- you know, it's meant to come back now, don't you? Yeah. Werewolves seem to be making the comeback. Yeah, I've noticed werewolves seem to be hopping back up on the yeah. track. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so is that the cycle now? It's zombies and then it's werewolves and then it's vampires? Because this so, vampires are clearly yeah. due for a comeback. Oh, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. This, we well, need some good vampire films. Well, what about Byzantium? Maybe has anyone seen Byzantium? Gemma Ratterton? Nah. No. No. That's a really good film. I really enjoyed it. 2012. 
Yeah, Neil Jordan. He did an interview with the vampire, which but I absolutely love as well. But you're still talking eight, nine years ago. That's yeah. what we're saying. That's what we're saying, Phil. Well, there's nothing in the last seven years, is what we're saying, six, seven years. Yeah. But yeah, I think except like, for there's lots of comedies, yeah, lots, lots of, of jokes, comedies. but yeah. like that Hotel Transylvania, like for the kiddies. That's all. Yeah. I, I, don't get me wrong, I love Hotel Transylvania. It is a, just, it's a good, lighthearted thing, isn't it? Ex, but that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, me, I look at things like I enjoyed Daybreakers, but again, 2009. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I thought Daybreakers was a great new take on vampires because now vampires were. The, the the big generation where humans were the smaller generation trying to survive. Um, yeah. And I actually thought it was quite good. 30 Days a Night was okay, but the second one was terrible. Was Not that the one with um, Josh, is it, what's he called? Josh Hartnett or something? Josh yeah. Hartnett, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I watched that, I think, last year. That was quite, uh, that was quite creepy. In yeah, yeah. That, that was quite well done. Which one, sorry? It was another comic book adaptation. Yeah, oh, 30 Days a Night was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I'll be honest. I know nothing about comic books. As Sorry, we it was in, a graphic novel. We've mentioned that in previous episodes. I'm, I'm not a comic book person, as such, so mm-hmm. I wouldn't know. Well, guys, all I know is, no matter what's happened in the past, I know how we can resurgence vampires in the ultimate way. Because um, vampires are clearly overdue for a comeback. We got to look at the world around us and how it's changed in the last twenty years. We need a fucking good remake of Blackula. Black, yeah. <laughs> Black vampires matter. But Let's do it. Wasn't Black Year a comedy though? Not anymore, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> now that shit's serious. Yeah, it used to be. It was a black exploitation movie. Yeah, African prince gets turned into basically a Dracula, Black Dracula. Never seen it. No, I've never seen it. You've never seen Blackula, really? No. I've what about a sequel? That. Scream, Blackula, Scream. No. I don't know if you're asking Glenn or me this, but you know I haven't seen everyone. Movies. I'm so, asking everyone. You know I don't see shit. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Like, They've never Blackula. seen Blackula. I, there's one. There's one kind of vampire I'm going to quickly bring up now, and I'm only bringing this up because there's one of our team from Dead Rail who's made a couple of appearances on the show. He, he actually wanted to come on, but can't for I think he's busy with a festival at the moment. Fred but he. He mentioned the film from Dust Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Now, he wanted to bring this up because he said that he saw From Dust Till Dawn was a zombie film and vampires, which I find absolutely crazy. However, he did make a good good point on it that they do act more like zombies. However, if you watch the TV series, it tells you more about it. And they're actually from serpents. They're actually like snakes and serpents, and they're not actually vampires or zombies. They're their own entity. Well, reasonably, in the original Dust Till Dawn, they showed that when Salma Hayek's on top of the table, exactly. when she turns, she yeah. turns into kind of a snake creature. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, the, the guy's referred to as Paul Doherty, part of one of our team members. Yeah, so, on yeah. Previous yeah. Episodes. Sorry, Paul, I didn't <laughs> mean to see your name. I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what Paul had actually said was not that he thought it was more of a zombie movie than a vampire no, movie. No, the the more the like zombies is what I said. Yeah, he said it was more the movie itself lingered on zombie movie tropes, such as yeah. having to watch a family member turn and then having to kill the family member and having a where you're locked in and you can't get out, you know, where normally the zombies are outside. So you're trying to lock them out. Well, this was you're trapped inside with them. Yeah. And I can see what he meant about it being much more of a zombie movie with vampires. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, I do vaguely remember there was a film where they did have vampires trying to turn zombies into vampires. Uh, and it was shit. It was like the, one of the world's worst ever films, and that was. It wasn't actually, that like monster brawl, was it, or something? Some, I don't know, but it was. Uh, it was actually Luke Goss, believe it or not. I think if I'm if I'm thinking correctly, um, but it was awful. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure, in honesty, we could go on all day about what's awful about vampire movies or zombie <laughs> movies or any horror, really, because it's like, oh, I don't know. 80% of horror is shit because there's that fucking much of it. So many people believe you don't need to have a budget. You don't need to have money. You don't need to have talent to make, to make a horror movie. You just got to make a lot of blood or something. So there's a ton of crap out there, but my God, when it's good, it's fucking good. It's called the dead undead and it's good vampires battle zombie vampires while trying to hide their own identity and prevent infection from spreading. Oh, it just sounds like two movies mashed together. It was the shite two movies mashed together. It was awful. From Dusk Till Dawn, like the TV series is really good. The backstory is amazing. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, it is. The, um, the Serpent Lords and and it's all to do with the Aztec. It's either the Aztec or the Mayans. I don't think it's Mayans. I'm sure it's Aztec. I think it is. I think it is Aztec. Yeah. Um, and the but the backstory. I mean, it, it totally fleshes out Quentin Tarantino's character. Um, from what it was in the movie, uh, and it fleshes out what would have been um, George Clooney's character as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. It's really interesting. I, I actually prefer, as much as I love the Robert Rodriguez Dusk Dawn, I actually prefer the TV show. I <gasps> love the. I'll, no, no, I love the film, but I did enjoy the series. But I don't know whether the series is better than the film. It was better than two and three. Well, I don't know about the first one. Because it fleshes everything out. It, it gives you more of a backstory than what the movie did. You know what I mean? uh, well, TV series can do that, though, can't it? That's the difference. Yeah. It, mm. it can spread off into that kind of world um, where yeah. film does have to be limited. But I, quite, I still, I think if you didn't have the film, you wouldn't have had the series. So you've got to still love the film more than the series. Yeah. I think the only thing I didn't like about the TV series was the guy who did Cheech Marin's character. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. Because he was just, he was rubbish. He, he, he just didn't have it, what, like, Cheech Marin did, so. But there we go. So here's the thing for you. You got, like, The Walking Dead. It's, like, one of the biggest shows on the planet for, I, I don't know, some fucking reason. There's a large amount of mental illness going on these days and Trump voters. Um, going yes, back to yes. what Phil was saying earlier. I think John Carpenter's Vampires could be turned well, into an amazing TV show. I can't believe you just said that because I was just going to say we've got to mention the guy we mentioned every episode John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know John Carpenter's Vampires? Um, I love the first one. The first one's brilliant. The human and everything about it. But I actually quite enjoyed the second one and I thought John Bon Jovi actually put in a really good performance. Mm. Um, what? Hey, There's a second one. There's three. Is it real? <laughs> I'm so bad with rem- with sequels and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's, 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 You've done a sequel show, and that would have been terrible. There's three all together. Um, vampires. I can't remember who was in the third one. The third one was alright, but it was just going over same ground. Really, it's the same with the Lost Boys sequels, isn't it? They just got worse and worse and worse. I know they brought brought back Corey Feldman. Did you watch them? No, but like, <laughs> did you know what the second one? The opening to the second one really give you hope that they might actually be able to do a good follow-up. Yeah. But after that, it died. Is it still set in Santa Carla, then? 
Uh, I believe it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Frog Brothers I mean? went, went... Were the Frog Brothers in the second one? Or? Well, that's the thing. The Frog Brothers, they are in a... But you've got uh, Corey Feldman's character. He is by himself now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because his other brother has been turned into a vampire, which you find yeah. out later on, and he's having to hunt him down and everything. But Corey Hame actually makes a, his last appearance ever, <laughs> guest appearance, right at the end of Lost Boys 2 or 3. Mm-hmm. Made you think that he was going to be the main one the next one. But I don't yeah, know whether yeah. it was then, I don't know whether it was then when he died or not. So, yeah. Well, did he look like Herod was delicious part breakfast of champions in it? Because if he did, then it was probably before he died. He actually looked all right, and then to be honest. Probably a little while before he died then. Because he looked really bad the last like couple of years before he died. What yeah. year did he die? Was it the 90s that he died, or was it the 2000s? Uh, it was like 2006 or something, I think. Oh, I think it was a good while back now, yeah. 2010? So Holy shit. So the third, the third vampire is the turn and it's got nobody at all in it. You wouldn't know anybody. Well, James Wood was busy doing Family Guy, wasn't he? <laughs> it was literally just, a must have been like a no-budget film because I, I don't even know any of those actors in it. Yeah. So, but the second one, John Mojo, like I say, I, I mean, the third one was all right, but it, I guess it just it lost its way, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think Hank's right. I think you could make an absolute amazing TV series out of it. I love but James I, Woods. Oh, sorry, Wayne. Go on. I was going to say, but as you could with Lost Boys, Lost Boys could have been a brilliant TV series. Yeah. If, yeah. if you did what you did with From the Sultan, and instead of killing David, they actually did become a family, that could become an amazing TV show. So do you think it's it's a case of the studios when people are bringing scripts up, up to the studios and the studios are saying, no, vampires have been done to death, literally we're saturated with vampire movies, let's move on, let's do something else. And like Hank said earlier on, it comes in cycles, so you'll get like a movie of zombies or you get like a movies with vampires and then movies with werewolves. Mm-hmm. Do you think is that can that's I mean like Universal Monsters, which is obviously got Bella Lugosi and stuff like that from the original um, Dracula. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the original that's Dracula. Not- I don't know if you know Bella Lugosi's not the original Dracula. Dracula. Well, no, it was um, Max Shrek, wasn't it? He played Nosferatu. Well, no, the original Dracula film was 1920. It was a Russian film. Now the film's since been lost. Um, there's there's clips of it on YouTube and stuff like that, but the original film was Russian and it comes mm-hmm. from 1920. I don't know. Just to say real quick, what's really funny is uh, we had originally talked about going to uh, Russia to talk to, see, to the survivors yeah, yeah. of this movie experience and then recreate it based on the original notes mm-hmm. as like a hundredth year anniversary thing. But we had to scrap the plans because fucking pandemic happened. Yeah. How funny is that? I actually almost forgot about that whole thing. And then I was like, oh, my God, that's right. The fucking Dracula project. Yeah. Duh. Because yeah. it was Dracula to... with a K. That's right. That's yeah. right. I would still love to do that, actually, because there's descendants of the directors and the writers and everything still there. I would love to go and try and talk to them. And, you know, It'd see be a phenomenal you, thing to try and actually... recreate. Well, just to see if it was passed down, to see if they did actually know anything about it for one. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like, like we have you as before, we know they might have like foot, lost footage lying around in the in the garage. 
did anybody hear about that with Harryhausen? No. When Harryhausen passed away, he, he left all of his original props in his garage. They were just sitting in the garage. Oh, never. And we are actually going to tour, they're doing a tour in Britain, so we're going to Edinburgh next year to see them all because they're in Edinburgh at the minute. Yeah. Yep. Until next September, which is pretty fucking exciting. Which gives us plenty of time to hopefully get there. Yeah, well, you'd oh, hope so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Assuming, assuming we don't have 17 more lockdowns. <laughs> I hear that uh, just just say real quick, Scotland has increased their lockdowns even more. So I bet the place ain't even open right now. So womp womp to anyone who was going this year. I tell you what could have made a good TV series as well. Anybody ever see Tasting the Chris Bordello of Blood? No, but I was looking at it on uh, Amazon Prime yesterday. I love the film. It, it, it's nowhere near as good as Demon Knight, but I still love the film. That's Corey here as well, funny enough. And, and um, Sarandon from uh, the first Fight Night. But I, I think I could have so easily <sighs> been a TV show. <laughs> Bordello of Blood, man. If you've not seen it, Phil? No. Right. Bordello of Blood is um, Dennis Miller uh, basically going to this, well, a whorehouse, but it's full of vampires and blah, blah, blah. Shit happens. Yeah, but, but the whorehouse is actually part of a funeral parlor. You've got, you missed that bit out, which is very funny because they go at the whorehouse through a coffin through where you think they're going through the furnace. That's right. That's right. Which is hilarious. No, it was it was a fun movie. Don't get me wrong, it is. But I mean, compared to Demon Knight, it was a huge step down in quality of storytelling and effects yeah, and everything. Yeah. It was good fun. But there's one scene in that movie fucking pisses me off every time I see it. Which one? <laughs> this is gonna sound so needlessly pedantic to you, Wayne. But you know, vampires as a as a as a concept has a lot of like uh things. They don't like garlic and yeah. You know, you got to stake them through the heart. And there's, yeah. there's like a few things that get stuck with the whole cliche of vampires. One thing that really bothered me in that movie is she goes to unbutton Dennis Miller's shirt and she sees that he's wearing a necklace and she turns away from it going, oh, no. And he goes, what? It's just a star of David. And he holds out to her. And she goes, oh, thank goodness. I thought it was a cross. And he went, no, no, I'm Jewish. And then she's like, oh, good. And I'm like, wait a minute. Okay. Have you just told me you got a Jewish guy to admit that there's only one true God and that's Christianity? <laughs> because if they're so impacted by Christianity, but not affected by Judaism, you've literally said that Judaism doesn't exist. Yeah, you, that's very, fucking very bad. Cool. That's a really bad thing to put in a movie. It always pisses me off when I see that. I don't know how they fucking miss that obvious negative. That was- they threw the Jews there. I think that was done as a joke, though, because you can tell the way he put he, the way he comes across with the way he says it. It's, I think that was just an absolute joke. Put in yeah, there. but the, it's the implication behind that joke. I think is it was a needless, it was a thoughtless joke. Oh, is what I'm saying. Oh, it was totally needless and totally thoughtless. I agree, but you know, I, that's I like that's I, like you going, "Oh no, the Bible, get it away from me!" They go, "No, it's a Quran," and they go, "Oh shoot, that means nothing." Yeah, well, oh yeah, I totally get you. I, totally, yeah. I know where you come from. That, that always bothered me. The, um, decades, though, doesn't it? Because it's always been a cross. Even in the Hammer films, it was a, mm-hmm. it was a cross. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman, when he renounces Christianity, it's all to do with the cross. And mm-hmm. you bring up a really, really good point. You, you you would never see like a not to not to like bring up religion, but you would never see maybe an Islamic vampire. Who, who, the, but do you not think it was always the cross? Bothered by 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's weird. <laughs> you know, I think it was always the cross because that was an easier symbol to do because you do you well, try to do it with the fingers and everything, don't they? And it, it's just the pieces of wood together. Doesn't it? I think it's because way back when, back in the day, all these other religions weren't really a massive deal. It was just whenever Bram Stoker, I mean, whenever Bram Stoker wrote it, he was obviously a Christian. And he's it's, probably just put into it that it was the cross that scared well, Dracula. As well, you've got to think when Bram Stoker wrote it, the, the, the world wasn't really united that big then, was it? So yeah, it's like, Maybe you didn't really think about it as such, you know, where now it's in your head all the time, so you do think about it. Of course, and that's what I like about Dracula Untold as well. It goes back to the... to the Yeah, I like that as well. ...and the text and, and that that kind of war to say that he was fighting for Christianity and against the, te- uh, against the Ottomans, and then obviously he turned against them. So it's really interesting that it's always been crosses and... I don't know where the garlic come from, man. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows where that came from. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. Still, la- I still laugh at the holy water a bit. Uh, holy water is another good example. Yeah, exactly. Machete's the only one that fucking does that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Let's, let's bless this water. Yeah. I think we need a, a, I think we need an atheistic vampire. That's what we need. Well, Blade, Blade kind of touched on that, didn't he? Because he said, oh, garlic doesn't work. Um, he used um, was it garlic didn't work or was it well, something Lost Boys did that bullet, bullets silver nitrate bullets well um, I know he had yeah he had like UV bullets at one stage didn't he in one of the movies yeah. that was fun well yeah. go back go back Lost Boys there's that famous bath scene garlic don't work boys try holy water <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. Awesome. see that was good I loved how those vampires like each one Died a different way Exactly Well Death that's what they say Don't they Yeah he says Some explode Some you know Scream Some just die nicely That's yeah. what they were saying Wasn't it That's such a lovely Clever way To excuse Trying different effects In a movie it's Oh brilliant. yeah They all go differently Don't they Oh yeah <laughs> This this one implodes <laughs> For no reason Oh that's how he went Did anybody ever watch Vamp From the 80s No <clears throat> no. Rings no. Vamp is a brilliant little film Honestly if you haven't seen Vamp one, is it? it is yes That's exactly yeah. right Well done it is yeah, I don't um, know where I picked that from <laughs> Sorry? I don't know where I picked that from I've, pro- I've probably seen it um, I always remember Because one of my favourite uh, characters um, Billy Drago Makes an appearance in that And he's classing it but yeah, that's that's like it's all about like um young kids in a fraternity and all that. But it's just it's it's a it's a cute vampire film. It's very much along the lines of your fright nights and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but I'm that's another one I'm surprised they haven't tried to remake yet. Um because it's a bit of a cult film now. Yes. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um see, going back to Blade for me, Blade. Takes vampires away from me, makes it more of a superhero. Um, well, I mean, it was based on a Marvel comics, that makes sense. It is vampires, don't get me wrong, but you look at more as a superhero film than a vampire film for me yeah, personally. Yeah, I agree. I think it's um, going to be the same with Morbius when that comes out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you've got Jared Leto playing uh, Morbius himself. Yeah. Um, but again, judging by the trailer, because I think 
it's it's a case of I don't know if you know about the story about Morbius, but he's got like a degenerative disease, so he's trying to find a way to cure him, um, and which actually gives him the vampirism and, and turns him into a vampire, um, which is another spin on on the vampire mythology. If, you, if, if yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, it's probably it's not a probably traditional vampire film that you would expect, but like you you, you just said there, it's going to be another superhero flick. Yeah, um, yeah. And as much as I love them, I think they've been overdone now. I think we need to bring back traditional filmmaking again. Oh, um, absolutely. Especially for the horror genre, because, you know, we're saturated with monsters, we're saturated with, with zombies, because you've got, like, The Walking Dead, and now you've got Fear of the Walking Dead, and now there's another one called... Um, Is it like World Lost or something? Or yeah, World yeah, After? Where, where, where they're all... Oh, yeah, that's in- yeah, that's on like um, Amazon now or something, isn't it? Yeah. Even like like ghost films, and like Paranormal Activity and The Conjuring and The Known, it's just need a good original <laughs> film, a really good original horror, horror film. It's it's mm-hmm. like you know you talk you go about the Blade, so it's like Blade Two, I think totally took you away from the vampires just because of the way they changed them. Um, yeah, because yeah, again, it was a virus, wasn't it? The, the tent. The only infected vampires, but turned them into a to a different kind of a vampire. Well, Blade, did you ever watch the TV series that director did? I forget what's called now. Oh, Strain. The Strain. Yes, the Strain. Yeah. The Strain to me, the Strain to me was taken from Blade Two, very much like Blade yeah. Two. And is it any good? Because I've not seen it, but I have heard good things it about it. It starts off really good. Season one, I really First enjoyed. season was excellent. Yes. And season two, I just got bored and I stopped watching it. Oh, there's another one on um, Netflix as well that was a vampire one TV series. It was like a post-apocalyptic yeah. one. Is there? Are you, you're not talking about um, the female oh. version of um, Van Helsing, are you? Van Helsing, that's it, yes. Yeah, uh, that, that's the new, yeah. It's Vanessa Helsing. That's the one, yeah. Daughter, mm-hmm. something they walk up after five yeah. years. It's yeah. Hels- is it just called Helsing? Or is it called I think, Van it's, I think it's called Van Helsing. Uh, Van like Helsing, it's a sci fi show. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually called Van Helsing. Yeah. So. But another good Dracula um, film, uh, Dracula 2000. I enjoyed uh, Dracula 2000. I thought Christopher Plummer played a really good Van Helsing. Um, now, am I right or wrong in thinking that Dracula 2000 is actually Dracula 2000 in America, but Dracula 2000 2001 in, the UK? in Britain? Because it took that long to come out here? Yeah, because you were useless <laughs> yet again. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. They had to add an extra one. Yeah, that's um, right. We have to be different in the UK, you know. Oh yeah. No, we have to be slow. Well, Let's get it right. Nice. Well, <laughs> no, nice. these days it's normally the opposite because <laughs> yeah, now yeah. we're better. We're better now, yeah. but back then we were terrible. I mean, we were I, terrible. When I go back to the nineties, dude, we used to get films about three, four years after you. Oh god, yeah. I remember I visited here in the nineties and I had seen um Back to the Future Three right before coming here. And when mm-hmm. I got here, you guys were just about to get Back to Future 2. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? So I saw three in the theaters in America and three weeks later saw two in the theaters here. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about right. Oh, that was great. <laughs> I love those. That big delay you had. Mm. Yeah. 
Uh, going back to what Phil was saying about the whole, you know, cycle nature and is it just people turning it down? To be completely blunt about these things, um, from my experience as an independent filmmaker, but also as my experience as someone who just does a bit of research, everyone's an asshole when it comes to making movies. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Because it's a business, uh, first and foremost, and then a creative endeavor, not the other way around. Yeah. So you have yeah. all these people going, I want to make blank. And it goes to the guys who write the checks and they go, oh, let's check the calendar. Was that recently successful? No, oh, I'm not sure I want to take a risk on that. And mm-hmm. every now and then one of them comes through and just breaks bank. And for the next several years, that's all we see. And like you said a minute ago, oh, there's all these conjurings and all these fucking Annabelles and all these ghost ones. Well, yeah. all that stems from paranormal activity coming just, out of the gate. Yeah. That was like a nothing mm-hmm. movie. No money spent on it. Hugely yeah. unexpected success. Bam. We're back to ghosts. Whereas before mm-hmm. that, I don't think I'd seen a good like a. Uh, Proper haunting movie, except for maybe like The Haunting in '99. Yeah, it's like a it's like a good seven year gap with no real yeah. ghost movies at all. And I mean, then yeah, that one, bam, movie. started the started off again. Yeah, because you had like thirteen ghosts, house on haunted hill. Yeah, oh, yeah and then just went whoop, gone. Mm. Mm. What we need is, I'm sure Wayne will agree with me here. What we need is a modern innocent blood. Oh, innocent blood. A genre-defying vampire movie. That's what we need to bring it back to reality. I loved innocent blood. Brilliant. And yet nobody's ever heard of it. I've I've heard of it through you, but I've never actually watched it. (laughs) It's about 92 or something, I think it came out. Yeah, 92. I'm just looking it up now. Glenn, have you seen Innocent Blood? No. Didn't even know it existed. Oh, Glenn, you I'm, will love it. The name, but I'm not sure whether I've seen it. Um, it, it it'll probably, in fact, no, I, 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 I can't. Know, think I've heard know, of it. But I can't say I've seen it. I know for the fact it'll be up Glenn's street. It's basically it, they've done like um, a gangster film, but they've yeah, it's the mafia. Mixed, yeah, they've mixed it with vampires. <laughs> uh, Robert Loggia is fantastic in it. Ah, oh, Robert Loggia is amazing oh, in it. Yeah, I mean Anthony Anthony Lepagli is good. Yeah, but Robert Loggia just steals the film for me. He's fantastic in it. And um, there's a load of like cameos from uh, Angela Bassett, I believe, is in it. Marshall mm. Bell, Kim Coates. There's a load of people in it. The way to imagine the movie, right, is take uh, La Femme Nikita in Fright Night because you got this like beautiful French vampire. Yeah, and then mix that with The Sopranos. Yeah, all the nice. good fellas awesome. And, and let's just imagine you had the Sopranos begin with where Tony wants to bang this hot French chick and she nibbles on him and he becomes a vampire. The rest of the mob is all like, Tony, I don't know what you're telling me here. And he's just like, meat. Ah! <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's a brilliant film. It was it, when it came out in the UK, it only came straight to video, so nobody had ever heard of it. Well, back then I, I used to live in video shops, that's all I ever did. Yeah, and this came out and I loved horror, obviously. So I got it, didn't have a clue what it was, and I just sat there and mesmerized. I was right. what year was that one again? Then, weird 92, I think it was. Yeah, it would have been way before interview with a vampire, won't it? Not way before interview with a vampire, it was like 94 or so. Yeah, so it wasn't that, yeah. wasn't that long before, around about the same time. And again, I mean, you can you can get away with the. the Hammy acting by Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, but 
Again, another film Actually, I really enjoyed. Well, to be honest, I think that's one of Tom Cruise's best ever performances. I, I, everyone, knows. everyone knows I'm a hater of Tom well, Cruise. Well, I never read Cruise until I saw him in that film. I was going to say, that's probably the, the only thing I like him in. Don't get me wrong, he's done some great films. Top Gun was brilliant, uh, Legend was brilliant, but I didn't yeah. think he was brilliant in them. I no. thought the films were brilliant, but I didn't think he was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Top Gun's good, but I guess I just got a hatred for him. I just, every time I see his face on the film, I go, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not getting back into him again. You're, so. you're just like me with Rebel Wilson. You just you just yeah, can't help oh it. But but even I'll admit, as much as I hate Rebel Wilson, I saw Jojo Rabbit and she was phenomenal in it. Well, that, everyone's that, yeah. got a good role in them, you know what I mean? That's like yeah. that's like me with Melissa McCarthy. I can't stand Melissa, Melissa McCarthy. Yet she's the best thing in the new ghost, the last Ghostbusters they did. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah, she was amazing. That's how bad the <laughs> film was. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> we, di- we digress again. Um, what about Quick Queen of the Damned? What are your thoughts on the sequel? <sighs> Didn't the like it. Didn't yeah, like no. it. I thought it was very weak. Very weak. It had potential. But I just don't think it was executed very good. I think my big thing is you look at Interview with a Vampire and it's this really sweeping historical kind of story taken all the way up to the modern day. And it's like it's like a big adventure of this one guy's life and the changes he experienced and how he modified as a human being and how how things changed for him. And it's and it's exciting. It's exciting story. And then you go to Queen of the Dam and it's just like. Well, we're like we're a band, and uh, she's she's a vampire. Yeah, I mean the novel, the Queen of the Damned novel is massive as well. Um, mm. Did you know that uh, there's a, an author from Hartlepool called Brian Lumley who who wrote vampire novels? Have you ever read oh, those? Did I know that? Yeah, the Necro- uh, Necroscope series. Mm. Well, um, again, if you, if you can get hold of the novels, the Necroscope novels. It's by Brian Lumley. Um, again, it's, it's it's like a totally different take on the vampire tale. How so? Because it, it, it goes in, it involves like the Russian um, government and uh, KJV, and then there's there's like it, it's weird. There's, it involves like time travel and and the Mobius strip and stuff like that. Um, oh, he's wrote a lot of books. That sounds yeah, interesting. Yeah. He has, but again, it, it's all down to, to vampires at the end of the day. But it's it's yeah. amazing how the how he's, he's put a totally different spin on it. But the yeah. first novel, some of it is set in Hartlepool. That's pretty cool. Which is really really good. Um, well, you know what you got to do then? You got to go to the guy and be like, "Yo, give me the rights to your thing, and I'll do like a script of it." Can I do a movie of it? Yeah, yeah. Because he he's run, yeah. he wrote loads of spin-offs as well, and um, different different books set in the same universe, but. On different like kind of tangents, if if you get me, you know him. What do you know him? <laughs> do I know him personally? Yes. No, I don't. Nah. I don't think he lives in Hartlepool now. Um, because like like Don said, he's wrote so many novels now that he's he's probably living in London or America or something like that. But well, you never know with people, man. You never know. Yeah, I remember being 14, 15 and, and my friend saying, oh, have you read, have you read the Necroscope book? It's set in heart. I was, oh, no, no. So I borrowed it off him. Yeah, no, I think about seen four, it, I can't remember it. But I haven't read noth- nothing of his new stuff, so. Apparently, according to his website, from a quick Google, they live in Devon. Devon. Right. Didn't get in too far. England. No. And he's 82, so... It looks like he's cracking on a bit. He's an old man. Yeah. Oh, get those rights sold, son. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you can't take him with you. He <laughs> <laughs> fucking can if he wants. Yeah, <laughs> it would be that. I think it would make a good film. The Harry Harry Keo, because um, that's who the main character is. He actually mm-hmm. was a writer for The Hunger back in '97. Oh mm-hmm. shit! Which, right. which would make sense because that was a vampire film, I believe. So maybe uh, that's what he's done. Maybe he's tapped into that that um, part of his novels and then and did The Hunger. Maybe. I've actually got an email for him as well. Have you really? Oh yes. There we go. Using his connections. Exactly. <laughs> Anyhow, going back to what we what we do, top movies. Um, has anybody ever seen the series Masters of Horror? No. Yes. Masters <sighs> of Horror is it it it's does what on says on the title. It gets a lot of the Masters of Horror films to direct these like Tears from the Crypt kind of things. Yeah, they're like little shots, aren't they? They're about 50 minutes long and hour long, yeah. isn't it? Wasn't the last Toby Hooper thing of Master of Horror before he I died? Believe it, I believe it might have been, yes. Yeah. There's one particular, which is a vampire one, which I loved. It's called The V Word. It was in season two, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it really did give you a kind of a throwback to the old kind of vampires, but it was obviously in modern day with these gamers, but it was really well done. And yes, I'm going to say this. Michael I was the vampire, but he was <laughs> fucking Son awesome. That's all, that's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> Which brings me to my next one because it's not the only vampire one he's done. Has anybody ever seen Bloodsuckers? Oh, that name rings a bell. But that name does ring a bell. Bloodsuckers. It's actually on the sci-fi. It's it's actually on the sci-fi channel at the moment. It's um, these the space crew go around looking for these vampires to hunt them down. Uh, but where basically they turn the whole tides on them and everything to try and kill them. Yeah. What I liked about Bloodsuckers was it did what main Hank often believe is what would be true, and they killed the main actor off who you think should be the hero all the way through quite early on, which was a big mm. whoa. What have you just done? Um. Was this a series or was it a TV movie? Because I've just like looked. It, might, just been looked it, up, it yeah. might have been like a made for TV movie. That's what the probably yeah, like been. Buff, it actually says like Buffy meets Star Trek in a Mad Max world. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That's how, that's how I was like, okay, that, <laughs> I'm interested. That, that could kind of explain what it is, yeah. It's, it's the galactic vampire hunters, I like mm, it. <laughs> well, that's exactly what it is. Um, yeah. But again, Mike Lineside's the head vampire of the group and he just, I'll tell you what, he plays a vampire so Flipping well. I don't know how he hasn't had more roles doing it. He's uh, he's just he's just so strong with the character. It, I know he does all the dark said stuff for the comic books because of his voice, but just his appearance alone. Um, it's one of those where you just think, why did they get the likes of Colin Fowler to vampires when you've got people like that? You yeah. know, you, you had your cows back in the day. Again, I, businessmen, money, money, <sighs> money. Who was successful this week? This is why Bruce Campbell wasn't the lead of Dark Man. No, um, just to say real quick uh, I jumped on the Googles while I've been talking Because I couldn't remember uh-huh. the true story About the, the garlic thing So I just looked up, you know, why do vampires hate garlic? And apparently it's that Vampires are assumed to have heightened senses And garlic is smelly Oh yeah, it's true So it would smell really smelly I'm like, wow, that's so fucking uninteresting Jesus and Christ maybe That's why in Lost Boys they say garlic don't work, boys Yeah, exactly, because now we all eat garlic Shit Go, Going back to Bruce Campbell Have you ever seen Bruce Campbell in a vampire film? Ooh uh, I believe I have 
Yeah, he was. He was brilliant. It was sort of funny, and it? it was brilliant. He was an absolute. He was an absolute nerd, a weakling in it, but he was class. That's. Uh, I'm trying to think of what it's, it's called. It's kind of a comedy vampire film, but it's it's again, it's it's an interesting take on it. You see, is that not the whole problem that we're talking about though? That it seems to be most vampire movies you can talk about. It's a comedy now. Yeah. To me, this is one of the first comedy ones I ever saw, though. But bearing in mind, uh, what I'm thinking of is actually that Bruce Campbell was in the second Dust Till Dawn. That's all I'm thinking of. He was, yeah, but he actually played Van Helsing in this one. And he was (laughs) he was the he was like the most feeble Van Helsing ever. (laughs) Bumbling Van Helsing, huh? Yes, he was, yeah. Bumbling Van Helsing. So go on, what was what was this from? It's called Sundown, the Vampire Retreat from 1989. David Carradine. Bruce Campbell, Jim Metz, the Maxwell Cove. Oh, right. There's oh. names in it. But it is so funny. But they try to play it straight. Mm. <laughs> they play it straight, but that's why it is so funny. Uh-huh. If you know what I mean? But for me, that was one of the first, like, kind of comic takes on it I ever saw, Dracula and everything. So um, yeah, They did a comic, comic take on The Mummy as well, didn't they, with uh, Bubba Hotep with... Bruce Campbell. Oh, Bubba Hotep. Well, they were going to do more then, you know. Were they? Yeah, Bubba Nosferatu yeah. was going to be the That's sequel. That's right. Exactly. Couldn't get the money. Yeah, he was good in, in Bubba Hotep. Definitely good. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I was just... Um, sorry, Phil, go on. I was just going to say about the um, the George Romero uh, vampire film, Martin. Well, Martin, yeah. Yeah, um, that would be good to get a, a remake of. If this, I've if not this seen that. Well, Martin was an old like a psychological thing. He's like, yeah, Martin kind of portrays like I'm going back to Paul Dotty here. I think when I watched Martin, it kind of portrayed zombies and vampires to a degree. The way it was played out. Hmm. I'm just shocked we found something that Hank hasn't seen. <laughs> hey man, it happens hey, once hey, in a while, I, man. I, I fa- mm. I've managed to find a few things in these uh, episodes where he hasn't. I think it should, yeah. it should be a thing like of Hank's not seen this. It should be like a tally, and we should get to the end of the year it, and just see how many films <laughs> you've actually not seen. <laughs> in case the audience doesn't know, I'll explain. I never do any research of any kind for any episode. I've never ever looked into anything. I just literally jump on and talk. <laughs> so when they yeah. catch me out, they really fucking catch me out if you get my drift because I haven't done the research. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's because like <laughs> you, you used to, you, you guys are used to me going. Nah, I've never seen that. Yeah, I know. It's like a big joke. With I think us. It's, a, it's a shock when I have seen something, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And other than that, like, so it's kind of like the other way around. It happens, you but know. It does happen, girl. I, 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 I refuse to believe it. There's so many millions of movies out there. You can't watch every <laughs> single one of them. Plus, I watch, plus, I'm one of those losers watches the same like eight movies 25 times a year. So yeah. that takes up time. If you got a favorite, you got a favorite. You know, yeah. there is there is another series. There is another series of vampire films which takes you kind of back to the Nosferatu times. And what I mean by that is it plays very heavily on the shadows, mm. which I think is a really creepy version of the vampires when you just see the shadows going. I love it. Um, mm. And that was a film called Subspecies. Um, They've made a few of those. There's about four or five. There's they're five or so. They're there. also making a new one now. Um, which I was trying to get involved with. I was actually talking to the director for a while, but the problem is they made it over in Romania or something with lockdown, obviously. Yeah. Nine, nine impossible. So, but yeah, I loved Subspecies. The, the whole, it was, it was slow. It was drawn out, but it was just quite creepy at times and everything. I just, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Speaking yeah. of creepy and drawn out, 
um, again, I was just Googling the garlic thing, and it was saying that vampires, we all know, like, the Dracula based on Vlad oh, the Impaler and all that sort garlic. of shit. He's, he's, he's no, really it's a off point. Um, <laughs> it was saying that the core, you know, concept of a vampire is from European folklore of draining a person, surviving of people's life forces, mm-hmm. um, which people often re- articulated to blood um, as a life force because we need blood to survive. And it reminded me immediately of when I read that. Uh, the movie Life Force. Well, funny enough, when you said Life Force, I was waiting for Phil to jump in yeah. and say Life Force because we talked about this one before. It's it's amazing. It's it's one of my favourite sci-fi horror flicks for the 80s. One of the films that my dad said I wasn't allowed to watch because it had nudity in it. Mm. Oh, oh, tons of nudity. I'm going to totally put that on when I go to bed and put it on my Betamax video player. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, Life Force is... is I'm sure it's been on Amazon Prime as well, on Netflix. Was, 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 get, correct me if I'm wrong, was that another Toby Hooper film? It was Toby yep. Hooper, written by Dan yeah. O'Bannon. Oh, Dan O'Bannon would. Wow. Well, here's the big joke of it that I thought of was, I thought, shit, man, when you think about it, that's totally a movie about vampires. And then when I looked on the Wikipedia page just now, it's based on a novel called The Space Vampires. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, that makes so much fucking sense now. All this time, I've never even thought of it as a vampire movie. It totally yeah. is. Yeah. Well, it's like wow. uh, before we start the episode, Phil had actually asked us that we can we have uh, aliens as vampires, and I said, well, listen, if the vampires, the vampires doesn't matter if the aliens, not the vampires. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. not like an episode we did before where we did monsters and creatures. They were yeah. actual aliens. These are still vampires, so it, it, it kind of still ties in. Yeah. You know what I'd like to see. I would like to see a Hannibal type character who's a vampire get his own show. What you mean, the Mads Mikkelsen? Like the Mads Mikkelsen version of version of Hannibal, where he's like a real upper crust guy, but instead of eating people, he's just draining them. He's just draining their blood. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool because it'd be nice to see that Jekyll and Hyde side of someone who's real classic, kind of like everyone turns to him for advice, and he's just Mm -hmm. slowly deciding who do I want to pick off. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a step ahead of everybody. I don't often see things where the vampire is a step ahead of everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of feel like, wouldn't you be if you were a vampire, really? So you're thinking like Dexter is a vampire? Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> you know, like way the sharpest guy in the room. He also happens to have fangs and loves the taste of blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch yeah. that show. Let's clean the streets up, but subtly. I think that's a really, really good, good idea for a for a film. That actually, it's a really good idea. Like you just, I would hit that man, yeah. Especially given the 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 um the current state of society at the moment, you know, where you've got people just doing what they like. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really interesting. There you go, Glenn. There's one for you. (laughs) Oh my God, Glenn's here. Yeah, (laughs) fucking forgot Glenn was here. So would I. So, Glenn, tell me what are your favorites. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's, who's, who's Glenn? <laughs> Where's Wally? <laughs> so, yeah, actually, Wally could be a vampire. He keeps disappearing, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he does, yeah. Ah, it's an interesting one, that. So, do you think he would, <laughs> do you think, Glenn, if, if they did this character, would it be more of a vigilante or would you think, do you think it would just be he's doing it in secret and. It'll be more Dexter, I think. 
doing it in secret. Do it in secret, yeah. Because he can't fight the impulse. He knows he has to subtly try and keep his... What you what he wouldn't want to do is make it so public that there's a vampire out there. Yeah. So he's trying to do it more subtly. I kind of... I, I started writing a film once called um, Dracula Reborn. And basically what it was is um, Dracula was brought back accidentally when they found his remains. Uh-huh. But he was the, the blood what brought him back was a bumbling buffoon. So Dracula is now a bumbling buffoon with the urge to bite, but can it bite because he doesn't want to hurt people as Played by Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> but what it, what happens is every time Dracula comes back, there's a Van Helsing there to come back. So now Van Helsing wants to be bad, so he's killing the people to make Dracula look bad. Right. Dracula is just feeding on the ones who's already dead and it makes them look bad, but he's not. And it's just a whole turn on the whole film. Do you know what I mean? So it's not too dissimilar to what you're saying where it's like he he he, he knows he's got a feed, but he doesn't want to feed, so he just mm-hmm. feels bad. So, it, yeah, he's, he's going to do it subtly. He's got to do it where, you know, people's not going to straight away think, oh, there's somebody like out there doing mass murders. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so I think you guys slowly with- misunderstood me slightly as well. When I was talking about a Hannibal-type character or a Dexter-type character, at no point did I want the, the guy to be a good guy, no, like picking up the streets, no, cleaning no, no, up the streets. No. He should be killing nice people and killing well, good yeah. people. They taste well, so- better. So did Dexter on occasions by accident just because they found out. <laughs> yeah, but he would be feeling like shit about it. You miss again because Dexter has to be moralized so you can not hate watching a guy who murders people. I like watching people who murder people and don't have any, you know, fucking scruples over it because that's what makes an interesting villain. And villains are the heart of every story. Yeah. Not the heroes, it's the villains. Because oh, not nearly enough stuff follows villains. Yeah, I think that's where the where the Hammer movies were so popular with Christopher Lee. Exactly. Everybody loved Christopher Lee. I mean, even the BBC Dracula series, as, as dire as it was, that one scene where it was just a throwback to Christopher Lee's eyes and that face was just, it was genius for me. I do feel like, God, we're, we're so overdue for a good, scary, old school fucking... You know, you're you're 10 years old and you sneak down and watch HBO and your parents are or in England. I guess it'd be like Channel 4 when your parents are asleep and you watch a movie and it scares the fuck out of you. But you can't tell anyone you watched it. Now you're terrified of it for days. That's the movie I want to see kids have today that we don't have anymore. Now, vampires are a fucking joke. What kids are afraid of vampires? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But yes. I know lots of kids are probably scared of zombies right now just because of the walking fucking dead. It's, it's a terrible yeah. show. It's funny Three because... Fed. Go on, Don. No, I was going to say, to be fair, like kids these days are really mollycoddled as well. Oh, yeah. Like, even if the most scariest vampire movie ever came out, no doubt there'd be someone, there'd be about a million complaints because we just can't have a life anymore. Like, we have to be oh, politically correct. Sca- yeah, but like, just not scary. It's like, what? Like, I was surprised generally that the likes of Walking Dead went on for so long. Like, and like, I, I don't like The Walking Dead. But I'm generally surprised it kept going for as long as it did because of the amount of just whingy bitches there is out there. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's like we it's talked just, earlier about let the right one in and, and let me in. Yeah. And that has a young child uh, vampire eating on people. And yeah. I thought at the time, oh, that's so brave. Good for them. Way to go. You know, the equality kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Literally a year later, you couldn't have done that. No. Nah. You know, it's fucking forbidden to even kill a kid on camera now. 
Mm-hmm. Even even Planet Terror, which was a total, it? total piss take of those kind of movies. They had to hide the the shooting the kid him the kid shooting himself in the head. Yeah. In the car. Because oh, someone will complain. And I bet people still complained about that. It's imitatable yeah. behavior. If you're a kid stupid enough to get a gun and shoot himself in the head because you saw it in a movie, you are a bad parent. Has nothing to do with the kid or the movie. I agree. Yeah, that's, that's the old argument about games. I'm just well, saying, so I had guns when I was five years old. Never once shot myself because I knew how to work a gun and they were fucking dangerous. It was taught to me. But people today, yeah. they just pretend these things don't exist and hope kids never find them. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've watched horror films since being like a toddler and I've never wanted to kill anybody. I've, yeah. I've wanted to beat some ship that's for different reasons, but I've never, yeah. wanted, I've, <laughs> never you be a I've never had the drive to go out and actually kill people with the kill them in the movies. Never. Exactly. Yeah. That's 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 another argument for another day. Isn't it so? <laughs> He's the one for you. Does anybody know of any actors who's played both Dracula and Van Helsing? Ooh. Um, um uh, I can't think. Rutger Hauer. Who? Rutger He played Dracula in Dracula 3. No one Dracula 2000. There was a Dracula. Oh, yeah. There was, a, there was a two and three, but he also played Van Helsing in a film where I was hoping was going to be fantastic, but sadly <laughs> just, just flopped terribly. And that was um, Dario Argento was Dracula 3D. Right. God, there's so many. You know, the thing is, I see, I look on, you know, again, Wikipedia, there's a bazillion Dracula things. Man, I must have not even seen half of these fucking Draculas. Mm. It's unbelievable to me how popular. I mean, is someone getting paid every time they use the word Dracula or is it public domain? At this stage, it's got to be public domain. It's far too many. Yeah, it's far too many. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's almost unfair to just vampires as a concept. Why is it always going to yeah. be the same dude, man? What? Why, is he get, why should he get all the dice? You know what I mean? Yeah, but Rutger Howard brings up an amazing point, Wayne, which is I bet a lot of people who grew up in like the 90s and 2000s, they probably saw Buffy and Angel. I bet hardly any of them have ever seen the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. Oh, that was about Which is fucking awesome. Is that Alicia Silverstone? No, it's um, Kirsty Swanson. That's that's the one. And Donald Sutherland, right? Donald Sutherland trains her. Rutger Hauer's the main vampire. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. Rubens or Pee Wee Herman, uh, right after his whole <laughs> in the movie theater. Isn't, isn't Hillary Swank in it as well? Is really? Hillary Swank? Yes, yes, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I thought she was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And in David role, Ben Affleck no. in an uncredited role. What? Really? Young Ben yeah. Affleck playing no. basketball in one scene. Oh, yeah. You'll oh, see yeah. Him basketball. He's like yeah. fucking five years old in it. He looks so young. <laughs> oh, my God. Ricky Lake and Seth Green as well. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, have you never seen? <laughs> of course, you've never seen this. Watch this movie. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. It is so fun. Um, Joe's right. Me and Matt are actually going to start watching the Buffy series because I. I've like only maybe seen like one or two episodes. I don't think that's seen many either. Again, gotta watch again, the movie first. Again, going back yeah. to Rutger Hauer, he when he comes in as the main vampire, this you can tell he's just come in and thought, "I'm just having a laugh with this." You know, I'm 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 working with a bunch of kids here, and I'm just going to literally have fun. Oh yeah. Uh, same with Don Sullivan. Don Sullivan, you can just tell he's having the time of his life doing it. <laughs> Because what's good about the original movie 
is the whole thing is played really serious. Like it should be Fright Night or it should be an actual like vampire movie. Mm-hmm. But then you've got that whole kind of clueless mean girls kind of thing going on with Kirsty Swanson. And they just play that up where she's all like, you know, are, are you kidding me? Vampires gave me with a spoon kind of attitude. And Donald Sutherland's just like, of all the fucking slayers and <laughs> all honestly, my fucking life, I get honestly, you. Totally. <laughs> it's great, man. I'll tell you what, though, dude. <laughs> there's, there's somebody who actually appeared in it who I even I didn't know was in it. Uh, Thomas Jean. Oh my really? God, really? <laughs> Fuck, I don't remember that. He must have been a nobody at that time. Played a character called Zeph. Wow. And even I didn't know that one, dear me. Well, look at look at here. It was his third ever movie role. He probably was also playing basketball with Ben Affleck. Oh, he, he must have been, he'd been a kid. He'd have been a kid in it, no doubt about yeah. it. So, okay, we've, we've mentioned it a couple of times. Sorry, right. sorry, Phil. Go on. So, what year was that? Um, the original Buffy, ninety-two, nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that is that is a long time ago. Thirty years. Whoa, held up here. Stopped a long time ago, please. Oh, 91, and I'm not fucking 30 yet, mate. Calm it down. Poor, <laughs> 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 but there's older than what I am. How rude. <laughs> you never do that to a woman, dude. I learned that a long time ago. Uh, Danielle will agree with me. Never put us older. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to when she was 20, just like last week when she turned 20. Exactly. She turned 20 last week. Yeah. There we go. And last year, too. Exactly. We will forever turn 20 or 21. Exactly. That's the thing. So, no, because we've mentioned it so many times, I generally can't remember if it's come up because we've talked so much about it, like the, the name, the Fan Helsing film itself, the 2004 one with oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. What did you guys actually think about it? <sighs> I think <laughs> that tells you, I think it tells you Wayne's opinion. <laughs> mm. I didn't. I thought Kate Beckinsale was okay in it. I liked her in it. Yeah, it was. It, it was <laughs> Such silence. <laughs> well, no, like because we've mentioned it so many times, but we haven't actually mentioned the damn film itself. It's shit. <laughs> it's it's weird. Look, isn't it? I I like Stephen uh, Summers. Okay, mm-hmm. I think that he makes fun movies. I thought The Mummy with Brendan Fraser mm-hmm. was great fun. Yes. You know, and I had a lot of hope for you know, Van Helsing. But I can it was, see where he was going at and see yes. what he was trying to do, but it was just wrong. The scope was way wrong. He couldn't pull off the things he tried to do. And, it, and they played it too straight for what is obviously a, a another mummy. It's, it's Indiana Jones, basically, basically. Yeah. yeah. It, it did is. feel quite comical, didn't it? So no, I just wanted to yeah. see what you guys it, thought because we've very, mentioned him so many times. It was very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. Well, I liked her in it, so <laughs> eh, I could take her and leave her. But then I, I, I feel that way about her in general. Oh, so you didn't like her in the Underworld series? I, I, do you know what? Again, I thought Underworlds weren't that good. I'm just going to say, I think fun. okay, I'm going to I'm going to expose some movie cue for everybody here. Mm-hmm. Oh, there um, we go. in the '80s. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in a movie called Cyborg. Yeah. Brilliant. And they produced a sequel to Cyborg, but he wouldn't Mm -hmm. come back for it. Mm -hmm. So 
at the last minute they changed, they recast him, but then they changed the details. So it wasn't actually a sequel to cyborg anymore. And it made a standalone movie called nemesis. Oh, I love nemesis. Nemesis. If you watch nemesis from, from it's like 1993 or 1991 or around there. If you watch that and then watch the first underworld, even though they're different kinds of movies, underworld rips off the entirety of nemesis down to every finite fucking detail of the action set pieces, even down to him shooting guns around a circle around himself so that he can fall through the floors. She does that in Underworld. Oh, yeah, she does do that. Yeah. The movie is one giant ripoff of mostly Nemesis, but also a couple of other movies. I mm-hmm. fucking hate the Underworlds. Pure Nemesis. style over substance, total ripoffs. Nemesis being ripped off so many times, though. It was because it was such a good movie, but it was so low budget and so kind of like not seen that anyone could rip it off and not many people realized they were it was a ripoff. Mm-hmm. Well, like I say, I tell I tell people about that. I show them like a comparison of that scene in Nemesis and then that scene in Underworld. They go, what a coincidence. I'm like, it's not a fucking coincidence. That's a clear ripoff. <laughs> Slither. And fucking Night of the Creeps all over again, man. Ah! You know, Slither and Night of the Creeps is becoming the new John Carpenter. And the new Mac and me. It's like in every episode. episode. Because all I'm saying is fuck James Gunn, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, I started. (laughs) Oh, you started. You started. It had to be said. It had to be asked. However, though. I would watch an Underworld movie just because when Bill Nye's in, I love him mm-hmm. in just about anything. I think he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, I never used to rate him, but after I saw him in Pirates of the Caribbean, I paid more attention. And he's actually really good in just about oh, everything so he does. Yeah. 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 I would watch, if they made an mm-hmm. Underworld, it's just the Bill Nye show. He plays every character, including her in latex. <gasps> I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I totally would watch Right? That. <laughs> He should play every vampire, every werewolf, every news reporter, every everyone. Him and the spandex. Yeah. (laughs) He's a vampire film what everybody forgets about. Rightly so to a degree. Uh Vampire in Brooklyn. No one forgets about Wes Craven's amazing classic. Hey, yo, I always heard the best way to a woman's heart is uh, through her stomach. (laughs) Actually, the rib cage, but that's good advice. <laughs> has anybody, has anybody else ever movie. heard of this film? No, but it's yeah. got, I've, I've just had a quick Google. It's got Eddie Murphy in it. Teddy Murphy, yeah. Do you know what? It's a cute movie, but nobody remembers it for some reason. Which is weird because it's by Wes Craven. Oh God, yeah, I can't say his last name. Craven. Wes Craven. Craven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's funny is it's basically so- coming to America as a vampire. Yeah, that's exactly what it it's is. almost exactly the same plot as coming to America with mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy. But he's a vampire. Yeah. yeah. Thank God it's a like a comedy. Like thank God it actually says that because you know I what? generally don't think I could take. You it know what? It's got some very dark scenes for a comedy, was, though. When it first came out, I don't think it was listed as a comedy. Yeah, oh, I, I would be surprised. I don't think it was. I'm sure it's just listed as a horror because I'm sure it's a 15 for one when it first came out. I know I just made it kind of be a comedy, but do you know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure when it first came out, it was listed as just a horror. And I think over the years, they've realized there's too much comic elements into it mm-hmm. that they've, they've, they've changed it to a comedy and horror. A comedy, yeah, they've re-genred re- it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you two that I've watched recently and I couldn't take them seriously because I was just like, really, this is this shit going on. So I watched these two probably in the last month or so. One being Priest. It was, um, yeah, I don't know that little snort oh, there dear. gave me everything. Yeah. I never did watch it. It looked and, Oh, no, this one's, even, this one's even worse. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire oh, Hunter. Actually, Yo, you see, no, you see don't that we know, we movie. Know, yeah, we know a great guy in that movie, so watch what you're saying it, there. It's, it's oh, not I was say, horrendous. In, uh, it's not horrendous, but it's just a bit like, what type thing? Like, really? Oh, hang on. Which one are you thinking about here? Because it's been a few. I'm talking about the one that, that was done in like 2012. Oh no, that's fine. You can dog on that one and shit. But who was I not meant to be dogging that one? There's, Who's a, in it? there's another Abraham Lincoln, which was a low budget version. Oh um, right. Fact, no, this one was Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I think shit on that one, dude. Trust yeah, me. shit on Abraham Lincoln Vampire. <laughs> that's fucking Timber Burkhoff. Okay. Fuck him. We're, we're thinking Abraham Lincoln versus yeah. zombies, so we'll forget it. Yeah. Oh no, I that's haven't fine. heard that one. That's, that's yeah, that's our pal Billow Burst. Yeah, that's you're Billow Burst. Billow Burst. He's, he's a genius, Billow Burst. Oh, wait, yeah, I'll have to watch man. it then. I will watch it then. Yeah. But no, like that's that's the two I've watched in like the last couple of months, and I've just been like, is this what vampires have become? It was exactly Twilight, and now we've got this shit. This is why we're crying out for a really good vampire film. Yeah. We are. And we really are. What we haven't talked about at all this episode, which was hinted at at the beginning of the episode, is one of the quintessential vampire movies of all time Mm -hmm. is Near Dark. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, now we haven't talked about it at all. Bill, you know, Bill Paxton, it's probably one of his best ever roles other than Aliens. Um, he was just fantastic. I mean, come on. I think everybody had, in that one, Wayne, was, I mean, Lance Henriksen. Lance Henriksen, yeah, Jeanette Goldstein. Yeah. Tim Thomason. They were brilliant. But it was just, I think, the lines, what was delivered, were just amazing. Sorry, Phil, I, you, I, I was just going to say... I, Another film that kind of did it. It came out right around the same time as Lost Boys, didn't it? Was it, it was a year before, I think. And Fright Night, all those things. Yeah. Yeah. So again, maybe it's like we were saying about the market's being saturated. Maybe it was one of those that just fell through the cracks. But I think Need Dark was ahead of its time. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, apart from the cast, the two great things about Near Dark is obviously it was directed by Catherine Bulow. Yeah, she's she a great did some, director. She did some brilliant films. Yeah. And also the music's by Tangerine Dream. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Which here's a funny thing for you. The, um... Did you guys know Near Dark was not meant to be a vampire movie? Really? When Catherine Bigelow was trying to get the movie produced based off the script, it was a Western and she couldn't get it funded. They couldn't right. get the money. And then it was suggested to her because of the success of Fright Night and Lost Boys, why yeah. don't you mix vampires into it? And they realized that it was a good mix, so they rewrote the script to include the characters as vampires. Movie got produced. Yeah. So they weren't even meant to be vampires at the time, but they were quote unquote trendy back then. Yes. That, well, yeah, that's what Again, we were saying. Guys with the money. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how different that movie would be if it was just a bunch of dudes and they, the whole family thing was just guys? Yeah. It would be such a different movie. It would, well, well yeah, it would be completely different because every, everything from the sets to the car that they had to cover in tinfoil and things like that, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a classic. And hey, here's another piece of useless uh, near dark trivia, which is one I didn't even know till this minute when I happened to read it. Lance Hendrickson's character was originally going to be played by Michael Bean. Michael Bean, that's right. Really? But he didn't like the script, so he it left. Was, it was based off when she saw Aliens. She wanted Michael Bean and Bill Paxton together. Yeah. Because they had done a lot together before as well. Mm-hmm. They'd done Lords of Discipline and a few other things. Terminator. Uh, yeah. That, that wouldn't have worked yeah. with Michael Bean. No. Oh, he wouldn't Lance Henriksen was slightly I, I older like, and more the father figure. So I like Michael Bean. I think Bain. Michael Bean's a good actor, but I think for the you're right for the what they needed for that, he was Lance Henriksen was way better choice, way yeah, yeah. way better choice. And Bill Paxton's character was just phenomenal. Oh come it, on, it, it was absolutely, absolutely it was nailed. Bill Paxton's character was just bingo looking good. Sorry, but it was. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get that in somewhere. Come you on, did. hey Hank, fasten your fucking seatbelt. <laughs> all I'm saying is, I think we can all agree that the vampire trope is a really cool, interesting one that has been just like demolished by modern meta bullshit and comedy. I mean, the good scary vampire is pretty much lost in the abyss at this stage, and. It's yeah. just a matter of time before someone brings it back. Will that be us? Will that be someone else? I don't know, well, but someone's got to do it. Because I do have a do good vampire film in my resume, so you never know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do you think? Do you think if you are going to do a new a modern like like what Hank was saying, has it got to harken back to the nineteen twenty two Nosferatu, the shadows moving kind of thing? Yeah. That absolutely, kind of absolutely slow burning, you know, just building up the tension, building it up, building it up. Or, the idea I've got mixes it all together, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a modern day, but it's also got the elements of the old. Yeah, yeah, because I know Bram Stoker, when Francis Ford Coppola did um, Bram Stoker's Dracula, a lot of the effects he, he kind of like wanted to change the physics around the vampire so you had the shadows moving across mm-hmm. the wall before water going upside down and things like that yeah well I'm definitely not going to mention um, oh Keanu Reeves because you know that's just amazing how he never did dude in that <laughs> film is beyond me but um, but again like it, Van Helsing who, who um, Anthony Hopkins who played Van Helsing was was Good in that, I thought as well. Mm-hmm. But I think Gary, was. Gary Oldman yeah. was really, really good as Dracula. Ah, uh, a defining role as Dracula, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, uh, not only from a makeup standpoint, but his performance was so good and heartfelt. You know, yeah. he says he he took that movie only because in the script there was one line that caught his eye, and he said, "I'm going to do a movie just so I can say that one line." I've crossed that oceans. Was, I've crossed oceans of time for to be with you. That's the one. Yeah. His motherfucker knows his movies. Yeah. Has I think ever... the vast majority of my childhood picking up chicks was kind of, oh, do you want to come <laughs> from Stoker's Dracula with me? Thinking, oh, yeah, they'll be frightened and stuff, but there's a little bit of love interest in there as well. So it was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, from Stoker's... I mean, the soundtrack as well. The soundtrack was unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie Lennox doing... Um, Love Never Dies and stuff like that. It's just brilliant. Going back to the oversaturated 1986-87 era of vampire films, mm-hmm. he's another good one. But what this guy did right was he included a lot of other monsters in it. 
the, the Monster Squad by Fred Monster Decker. Monster Squad is brilliant. It is a phenomenal movie. Don't and it's got it. one of the best lines ever. Wolfman's got nerds. Yeah. 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 Is it Dun- What's his Duncan name? Rager. Duncan Rager yeah. from V plays um, Dracula in that one. But it had yeah. them all, didn't it? Had the mummy, had the creature from the Black Lagoon. Frankenstein yeah. had them all. Yeah. Frankenstein, Tom Noon. Tom Noonan played Frankenstein. That's right, Tom Noonan. Yeah. Uh, Tom Noonan is you know such who, a fucking great I guy. like the guy who played the werewolf, which is um, Jonathan Grice. Jonathan Grice was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he screams in the phone box, he's going to kill your son. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. See, now, what I don't get is, how is it that Universal has access to all these monsters and they go, right, because Marvel's so successful, we're going to create a, a dark universe, a, a, you know, a universal dark monsters universe. And they come up with shit like The Mummy with Tom Cruise and they were planning Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. The biggest overactor in the world, you're going to make him a fucking Invisible Man. (laughs) And then like, uh, why did they not just do a Monster Squad? Exactly. It's perfectly primed to come back. And then it would have introduced all the characters in one and it would have been a fucking awesome modern way to do it. But no, no. Amazing Because you, you mentioned Johnny Depp he, You literally just like The film just popped into my head What he did Oh Dark Shadows Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> Terrible <laughs> That might be the entire thing That killed You know what I'd probably rather watch Twilight <laughs> No you wouldn't <laughs> I don't know I've never seen it So I can't But I have yeah. seen Dark Shadows So I know which one I don't r- want to watch the most I'd rather slip my wrists yeah, I think I'd rather watch Dark Shadows over and over again than ever watch Twilight ever again. That that was from a 60s American TV show, wasn't it, Dark Shadows? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But, oh, my God. Yeah, he just as soon as she said Johnny Depp went, oh, my God, yes, he did do a vampire film in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so bad. Uh, so bad. Well, I it, wouldn't call it a vampire film. Just call it a film he did with Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, well, another one, because he's that done loads with her. Anything. Oh, Glenn's here. Yeah. <laughs> We need to. Well, I just thought I'd you know, chip in and then I'll disappear for another hour, you know, like, like Chris does. What it, what it really boiled down to was Glenn didn't so much want to do an episode, but you know, it's just easier to listen to it live <laughs> as opposed yeah, to wasting the edit. To it. <laughs> I don't want to pay for Spotify. I'll just fucking sit in the episode and listen. That's <laughs> so true. <laughs> <I just> <laughs> uh, before we end this, does anyone else have anything they want to bring up? I was going to mention, um, I was looking at the IMDb list of uh, 100 top vampire films. Mm-hmm. And I'll just throw this one into the mix and everyone can just shout. I wonder if it's They've one I've got at the minute. Uh, I am legend. Oh, yeah. I, I know there's vampires. I, I, noticed, I noticed that as well. That That's is not remotely vampires. That's mutations. It's, it's a mutation based on a drug yeah. they came up with to cure cancer. Yeah. I love I love that good fucking romance comedy Omega Man. Yeah, it's the same fucking difference, man. It's yeah, exactly yeah. the same film. Yeah. Well, let's just say, guys, as we said earlier, I think that uh, vampire films have tr- become very dull, become very, you know, in the whitewash and it's only a matter of time hopefully hopefully before that trend reverses if it just takes one dickhead with too much money to go yes we'll give it a try and then all of a sudden it'll open the fucking floodgates again and we'll get rid of zombies for a couple of years and we'll have nothing but vampires and werewolves i think we're all looking forward to that trend because i I think we're all a bit sick of zombies i know i'm sick of fucking zombies anyway yeah died to death they have (laughs) yeah 
Um, <laughs> but what does my audience feel about that? What do you guys think? Do you do you want to see vampires come back, or do you like having vampires be the butt of every joke? Uh, why don't you get in touch with us at Movie Madness at DeadRealFilms.com or jump on our website at DeadRealFilms.com forward slash Movie Madness and let us know your thoughts on that. Uh, I think we're going to end that here for today before it gets too depressing and we start talking about how just how many years has passed since like Fright Night. <laughs> I'd like to thank uh, Wayne. I'd like to thank Glenn, Don, Phil, all for joining me today. And I hope that you all have a great day and keep listening. Any suggestions you have for the future, email us, message us, get in touch, et cetera, et cetera. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.